Greetings, this is Carl, and this is Behavior Up Radio. One of the most challenging things we do when we're making financial decisions, one of the one of the big mistakes we run into is holding on to things that no longer fit the plan. So let me let me give you an example. And and I should back up. The reason this is such a problem is there's this really sort of potent mix of two behavioral biases that we have. One is the sunk cost theory, right? Or sorry, the sunk cost fallacy, which is just that we're, we, we tend, once we've invested in something, even if it no longer fits the program, we tend to continue, right? Whether that's an investment of money or time or energy, we, we feel like, oh, we've invested. One way to think about the sunk cost fallacy is making cookies. You make some chocolate chip cookies and you accidentally put, you know, you spend all this time and you mix them, but you've accidentally put salt instead of sugar. And they come out of the oven and, you know, you've, you've cleaned everything up and they're baking and you, they come out of the oven and you eat one and obviously it's terrible, but you continue to eat it because you've already invested so much time and energy and maybe even a little bit of money into making these cookies, you're certainly not going to throw them away, even though they are absolutely not fit for purpose, right? They're not serving the purpose that you intended. So that's a silly little example of the sunk cost fallacy. And then you mix with that this thing called the endowment, endowment effect, which really is this sort of finding, this behavior we have to be more likely to retain or hold on to something that we already have than we would be to buy the exact same object if we didn't own it. So once we own something, it's hard for us to get rid of it. So you've got these two things, the sunk cost fallacy and the endowment effect sort of mixing together. And you end up, we end up making these big mistakes because of this. Let me give you sort of my favorite example. Um, there was a, I was on a, a radio show on WNYC in New York and we were taking questions and someone called in and said, you know, I, I have this family cabin, um, that I inherited from my, I can't remember. I think it was her grandmother in the Appalachian mountains. And, you know, I never really go to it. And it needs a little bit of work. And I'm going to just, I can't remember the numbers, but I'm going to make some up. I, I'm going to guess it. my recollection of the numbers were like it needs probably $50,000 worth of work to remodel it. But if I sold it right now, I could sell it for 300000 You know, what should I do? So it's, it's such an interesting, and I, and I want to guide you through a conversation. It's called the overnight test. Because this conversation has been one of the most impactful conversations I've ever developed with clients and for myself. And it helps in so many scenarios. Um, and that's what I took this woman who called in through. So let's just paint the scenario again, right? There's a, there's a cabin. She no longer goes to it. It's not getting, you know, not getting any enjoyment out of it. You've got real emotional sort of response here because it was inherited you know it's like where grandma used to go and she had these visions of everything so 
you know that and that's all important i'm in no way um diminishing the value or importance of that piece of it you know on our balance sheets you know these emotional things may not show up on our balance sheets but they should you know it's okay to make financial decisions based on a feeling of fondness for a family member or if you know what you're doing right if 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 you've decided to do that so it's fine right but we don't go there anymore i'm thinking about spending $50,000 to you know get it up to par or i could sell it that's the situation so here's the conversation this is called the overnight test and this is exactly what i walked this lady through as she called I said let's pretend that overnight and so this can apply to stocks you can apply to the utility stocks you inherited from your grandma it can apply to um let's say you just made a decision to buy a, a brand new house and you move in and you absolutely don't like it and money's not really an issue for you i'm, I'm thinking of of a situation i was in, informed about recently um, and you could sell the house for more. I, like there's all sorts of things that you could, you could use the overnight test for. It's anytime we have an, a, an attachment to a, a position, let's call it a thing we own and it's no longer fitting the program. So the goal of the overnight test is to, to remove, to give you some emotional distance to be able to separate yourself from the emotional piece of the decision to then get clear, is this a financial decision or an emotional decision? So here's how it goes. So let's pretend, let's, let's pretend I was talking to Sally. Sally, let's pretend overnight somebody sells that house, that cabin in the mountains. And you wake up in the morning and you've got the $300,000 in your account plus You've still got the fifty thousand that you were going to spend on the remodel. So there's three hundred fifty thousand in your account. And you wake up in the morning and that's cash. You no longer own the cabin. You've got three hundred fifty thousand dollars cash in your bank account. Here's the question: Would you buy it back? That's the overnight test. Would you buy it back? Universally, I, I can I can think of. I actually can't think of a single exception. The answer has been no, I wouldn't. Once we give people space, give ourselves space or client space or friend space to make this decision. Um, so Sally said to me, no, I wouldn't. And so the next thing is really important. Like, okay, Sally, what's clear then is this isn't a financial decision. It's an emotional one. And, and that's okay, right? Like we can work through it if that's important, we can, you, you can think about that. But this mostly sounded like you were trying to make a financial decision. And if that's the case, then we already have the answer. And of course, we've got to blend back in. Please don't get, like, I don't want to get all these emails about, yes, of course, there's taxes. And yes, of course, there's transaction charges. All of those things need to be factored in. And you need to make a reasonable decision and think through all those issues. But this is really helpful. The overnight test is really helpful because it provides emotional distance to make a decision that's in line with your goals and values, right? That a decision about a position, if I can use that term, that's fit for purpose instead of something we're just holding on to because it's, it's emotional to us. So I hope that helps. That's called the overnight test. Um, 
for those of you who give financial advice for a living, when you use it, send me an email. Just tell me how it goes because it's been one of the most impactful conversations that I've ever used. And that, my friends, wraps up another episode of Behavior App Radio.